Mary L. McCarthy. That's Mary with an I. I'm from a beautiful beachfront house in south of Boston, halfway between Boston and Cape Cod. And my story starts, at least this chapter of my story starts, in the spring of 1991. In the spring of 1991, I was a soon-to-be 40-year-old high-powered businesswoman. I enjoyed the financial as well as cultural, as well as all kinds of benefits from running my own management consulting firm. I'm very happy to say I visited each of the contiguous 48 United States thanks to my owning my management consulting firm. Anyway, in the spring of 1991, I got my springtime sinus infection. But that year, there was a new symptom that was attached to that experience. It was called balance problems. I was having trouble walking, banging into wall holes, doing all kinds of sorts of things. So when I was on a project in, of all places, El Dorado, Arkansas, I was having problems again with my lower back. So I went to the emergency room and luckily the doctor on call was an orthopedist and checked me out orthopedically and said, bone structures, everything like that was, was fine. But he suggested I get, when I was back in Boston to find a neurologist uh, and take a look at what's going on with me neurologically. So I did that. In fact, I chronicled that in my first book, Journaling Power, How to Create the Happy, Healthy Life You Want to Live. It was a real interesting scenario going from specialist to doctor to this to that and all that type of thing. Good news was it only took four, maybe five months to get a definitive diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. I remember the doctor, was a young doctor just starting his practice and he did every test possible and was very kind and, and loving through the whole process. And in July of 1991, showed me my MRI and whew, immediately allayed my biggest concern that what I had was an inoperable brain tumor. And I said to myself, ah, it's only MS. So I, I thought, well, it must be time to get off the road. About a year and a half earlier, I found my house on the beach. That was one of my many, many goals that I've sought, set and gotten in my lifetime. I'm, I'm a big goal setter. I think I came out of the, the womb focused and ambitious and driven and setting goals. So it was time to close up shop and enjoy my beautiful house on the beach. One of the first things I did was set a goal that, hmm, now that I'm, I'm here and home and not living out of a suitcase running for airplanes all the, the time, 
that what I'm going to do is set up and run a profitable internet business out of my beautiful beachfront home. The internet was just, in 1991, the internet was just, as you know, coming into vogue. I thought, hmm, okay. And I always find that setting my goal, writing it down, looking at it, nurturing it every single day, sooner or later, it comes to pass. So I came, came home and it was probably, oh my goodness, a very emotional, spiritual, psychologically challenging experience to be sitting down and to be, be challenged at every move, like how I was going to make it to the, the bathroom one time and things like that. But anyway, it was a, a very interesting uh, experience. And I had had over the years many different MS symptoms that come and go, come and go, come and go. And normally when a, an exacerbation or an episode or a you know, symptom flare-up occurs, it normally settles down and goes away for the six weeks. Well, in I think it was around, around February 1998, I had uh, an experience, and it really felt like a stroke. It felt like it affected, you know, my whole right side of my body, which it did, and that became a true challenge. And I had this sneaking suspicion that this was not going to be just another four to six week MS episode. This is going to be a real true challenge. So still being uh, the high powered, left brain, focus driven businesswoman, I had to have a procedure to teach myself how to write with my left hand. A hypnotherapist at a party introduced me to Julie Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. And in The Artist's Way is a procedure called morning pages. And each morning, first thing, you sit down and you write three pages of whatever. No worries about grammar. It's just pouring out and getting the gunk onto the page and getting the clutter out of the way so you can reconnect with yourself and create what you have the potential in yourself to create that, that given day. So I thought, sounds like a good procedure to me, so I undertook that and was really having a lot of fun. I started, started hearing rhymes and I started writing poetry. I never wrote poetry before in my life. And I'll share with you my first poem I ever wrote. A poem composed I know not of, but I'll give to it a strive. Beginning's not the hardest part. It's the joy I dreads inside. And then childhood memories started coming up and I was able to use my morning pages as an opportunity to process and remember and take a look at 
my past and not to relive it, but to revisit and understand from an adult perspective, oh, that's what happened, or that's what the true circumstance was. And of course, I started to understand how we as children come into this world with everything we could possibly imagine as far as talent, creativity, imagination, you name it. So we come into this world with all of these wonders, gifts, magic, this us, and then we get parented and teacherized and socialized and told and reinforced that you know, the important thing is to go out in the world, take care of everybody else, uh, make sure, you know, make everybody else happy and everything, again, bottom line, everything was externally focused. Certainly, oh, self-care, self-understanding, uh, anything has to do with self. Well, the only word that we ever heard was selfish. Spending time with ourself is so selfish. So it, it became an eye-opening, to say the least, experience this uh, morning pages, this, this journaling, this writing for the health of it. And it became more than a physical therapy. It became spiritual therapy. It became emotional therapy, became mental therapy. And it's like, wow, I gotta keep doing this. And I did and did and did. And one of the things I remember from my childhood, uh, thanks to my morning pages and my journaling, was that I always was left-handed. And that's why I became left-handed so quickly. But the nuns in St. Bernard's School changed me. Hmm. And that was one of the many, many issues in my tissues that I uncovered. And that's why, to this day, I keep doing it and will continue to keep doing it because I keep daily finding out more and more exciting, interesting, fantastic, magical things about me. And I want to find out more. I want to find out more. And I want to find out more. Uh, uh, phrases and words would come up in my journal. Journaling for the health of it came up. And create right now came up. And I put it together and said, that's going to be the internet business that I run out of my beautiful beachfront home. Create right now. Journaling for the health of it. Healing the issues in your tissues so you can grow and transform your life. And that's what I, I did. So I set up my uh, company about 10 years ago, and I have all sorts of resources. And that is what my passion, my mission is, to share journaling for the health of it with everyone I possibly can so that they can do the heavy lifting, if you will, the the discovery of really coming to terms with and understanding their past 
and putting the past where they belong, where it belongs, and then having the time, the space, the love for themselves to go out and create the world, the life, the person that they truly are and they truly want to be. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. And as I always say to everybody, just write on. What did I learn from sharing my story? I learned that I'm a very happy person. I love my life. I love myself unconditionally. And that's the biggest learning that, and it grows and grows and grows every single day. What's my biggest dream? My biggest dream is to get Bernie Sanders elected next president of the United States so that we can all work together to make our lives better and be the, the best that we can be. Because I believe that's our, our mission in being here this time, this time around, this lifetime, is to, to do the heavy lifting, do the exploration, discover who we truly are, and go out and blow everybody's mind <laughs> with it and, and really help everyone else uh, heal the issues in their tissues and grow and transform their life and share all their goodness, greatness, and talents with the rest of the world. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time. 